What's up? This is Coach Alonzo Carter, running back coach and recruiting coordinator for the 2020 Mountain West Champions, San Jose State Spartans. And you're listening to the All-Pro Jaffos. Spartan up. everybody welcome to another episode of the all pro job where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan i'm your host jp alongside me as always the best game in the entire world mr dj sticks what's up peeps and the 610 beast from southeast mr country k mutual people ah my this lovely Monday afternoon, January 5th, when we're recording this. Um, kind of following up on what's been going on with Antonio Brown. Team wants to, <laughs> wants to replace Antonio Brown on the box in Country K. I'm as intrigued to see what you would think about Terrell Owens coming out of retirement straight from the Hall of Fame to come play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, it's not like it's somebody just sitting on the couch. I mean, if he's sitting on the couch in the confines and I play NFL games, but he works out every day. T.O. is probably one of the most physically fit Hall of Famers out there. So, I mean, I, I and the concept of like, yeah, he ain't played in so many years, but it's like, when you that good, it don't really matter when you play. Like when Michael Jordan retired and came back with smoking cigars, he still averaged 20 points. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, even at Michael Jordan's worst, he still was averaging 20 points in the NBA. So, I mean, and the way they, the way they, uh, did you actually see the the podcast clip that when they were talking about it? Did y'all see that? About what the the actual situation that happened with AB? No, like T.O. saying all of this shit. So oh, it was a I whole clip. Saw. They was basically discussing. They was basically discussing the the AB situation. He uh he talked about how him and AB had a situation when he was at the Raiders, and he reached out to him. And then when AB was at the Breakfast Club, he was like basically talking down to him. I didn't hear that part, but I don't even think I watched the whole interview to be honest with you. Um, and he also was saying like, based on where they at in the season. It's only like, to be fully honest, if they were to go to the Super Bowl, it would be like four or five games. It's not like it's an old 17-game season. So when you break it down like that, it makes perfect sense. Like, it's not that much. It's not that long. He's going to be at the slot nine times out of ten. You got a 6'5", 6'6", receiver regardless. He's a Hall of Famer. The man played in the Super Bowl with a broken foot. So just think about it. At his worst, what is he going to do? Give you like. 200 yards, <laughs> you know what I mean, in that, that five-game stretch. Like, yeah. that's like 50 yards a game. So, I mean, 
I'm I'm rounding. I'm really not giving exact numbers, but you get what I'm saying. Like he still will be able to produce more than what we've been getting out of other players. Because Scotty Miller hurt. Tyler Johnson ain't been doing so, shit. Like so really you, having people doing shit. So do you think it would be smart for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to sign Terrell Owens? I mean, that's two different questions. Uh, a smart, a smart pickup. I mean, I was, I mean, shape me. You asking me that question, it'll make me look stupid. Be like, yes, yeah, a smart pick. Like he's hasn't played in so long. That's the first argument anybody will say. He hasn't played in so long. You got so many eligible people. I mean, if they were that eligible, they would be on teams. <laughs> like, to be all the way real so, with it. So, a smart pick, probably not. I ain't but gonna say that. I mean, compared to like, if it's John, one of those kind of, well, let's just see what happened type of situation. I mean, that's I that's. Mean, I want to say that's your take. I'm not going to say maybe. I mean, if, if they actually went out and got Terrell, I I honestly don't think I honestly don't think um, Bruce Arians would do it. Um, I think he would just kind of leave things where they are right now, go and practice squad guys or whatever. I don't think they're looking for anybody outside of the team at this point. Um, I mean, I don't know. It, it, that would definitely cause a, a wave in the media and definitely print out some highlights um, and, and big-time headlines for newspapers if that type of shit happened, T.O. going to the Bucks. Um if that was the situation, if T.O. ended up going to the Bucs, wouldn't they have to take him out of the Hall of Fame? Because his career is still going on, technically. Wouldn't they have to take him out of the Hall of Fame and then when he's done, re-vote him in? I mean, he only can add on to his stats. So, I mean, right, but I don't see... I don't, him out? I don't know the process. take him out of the Hall of Fame? I understand your question. Like, I under, completely understand your question. My thing is, I, I'm not entirely sure the process. And on top of all of that, I mean, just from a logic fan standpoint, I don't see why would they take him out, regardless if he's playing or not. His stats were uh, good enough to be a Hall of Famer, regardless about adding on or not. So he's still a Hall of Famer, regardless if he goes out there in the first game he gets hurt. It ain't like well, he's going to fucking diminish his Hall of Fame status. The reason why I ask that question is because <laughs> at that point, <laughs> you open up the door of <laughs> current players or players that are currently in could be inducted into the Hall of Fame. So well, then people would, would start saying, well, because... I don't think – well, and, and I use this for an example because back in the day, Mario Lemieux, or the Penguins for the, uh, for the Penguins in hockey, he retired. They retired his jersey or anything and everything like that, put that all in the rafters. I'm not sure if they, like, put him in the Hall of Fame or anything. I think there was that time period. But at least jersey retirement or – Something like that it happened with him where he ended up coming back and they took it down and everything else like that. I'm just wondering, Hall of Fame-wise, it's like, 
what what's the criteria like is i mean obviously no hall of famer has ever come back to play after but i mean i don't know i i feel like they would the hall of fame have to do something because i feel like it would open the doors for current players because people are gonna make that well to is playing and he's in the hall of fame That'll be the dumbest yeah. argument they will have because it don't make sense. People are like, so it's a it's a process to get to the Hall of Fame. It's a process to get to the Hall of Fame. You have to sit. You have to wait a certain amount of years before you even eligible to get to the Hall of Fame. So that right there would eliminate current players from being able to get into the Hall of Fame. That right, that just eliminates all that shit in itself. To your sad in the Hall of Fame. I was gonna say that really like former. Them being a former cowboy, what do you think about that? I mean, I don't think they would. I don't see why they would take him out of the Hall of Fame. Like it would be like some, like I mean, basically just him coming out of retirement. But I don't see why he should lose his Hall of Fame like status for it. You know, I mean, anybody can come out of retirement if you eligible and you can play. Hey, but I don't see like well, I don't see why he should have to lose his status because of that. But then. As a team, I mean, take away taking him out of the hall. As a team, would you sign Trello? Or would I mean, it really depend on how desperate In a desperate situation. Do you think – okay, do you think the Bucks are that – I mean, in a desperate situation, do you think – the Bucs are in that desperate of a situation to go and do that. I mean, you pretty much just lost two number ones. So, I mean, you got to look at it from a standpoint of your team dynamic and then what free agents are available. And based on talent, it's like T.O. compared to like a, a free agent like John Brown. John Brown runs a 4-1-4-2 in the 40, but can't hold on to the ball if you get hit. You know what I mean? Like he's a he's a fast guy. That's pretty much what he is. A fast wide receiver. So in comparison to him, yeah, I would sign the almost 50-year-old T.O. That's why I said it's not really a fact of smart decision or dumb decision. It's more the fact of what's out there. Like, what are your options? Going into week 17, 18. Like, what are your options? Like, and that's pretty much what what you kind of gotta go with. It's not necessarily. I, if we had A.B., I mean, if Chris Godwin was healthy and A.B. just pulled this shit and just dipped out, then no, don't sign T.O. You know what I'm saying? But we only have one receiver that's obvious. Yeah, we need another guy. We we kind of need a number two slash one. Like, we kind of need that because we need somebody that's going to come in and produce. But T.O. is not that guy. just more the fact that T.O. can produce. You having Mike that. And Rob Gronkowski. That, I mean, who was, Mike is who was the guy last game? Who was the guy last game who played well against the Jets? Cecil Grayson, but Mike Mike Evans is hurt. I keep telling you that. Like, you can't really. Mike Evans' hamstring has been bothering him for years. When his hamstring tweaks on him like that, it's like you can't really. You can rely on him, but it's like you don't expect. 100 yards, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't expect four touchdowns. Expect him to give you some red zone touchdown, if even. Like, expect Mike Evans to be under 100 yards, maybe like 50 yards and a touchdown. 
with a few catches. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't finna go out there and be a number one. He gonna really be a number three because he hurt. That's just re- the reality of it. I mean, AB still in your I mean, roster, so y'all still got him. Right yeah, because uh, that is true. It's too. coming He's still out on the roster. How is it, that? It's a lot of things coming out because one of the things that um, I heard they were saying is like uh, the personal trainers got to, you know, pretty much because they saying that it, it could have potentially been him like worried about his ankle injury and stuff like that. And they were still waiting on the trainers to come out and whether the confirm or deny said statements and stuff like that. So pretty much, um, I feel like since nothing has came out, Coach Arians was just mad the way AB left. And then if he find out that AB went through the proper channels and he was overreacting, then I mean I feel like Coach would have to be a man and just be like, "My bad, no, I'm sorry," and come out to the media and do all that stuff to, you know what I mean? And then. That would be the case in that situation, but it's a lot of things that haven't came out. Like it, you've been hearing a lot more people saying like AB's injury, AB's injury. They not really saying AB was tripping. Like you really hear too many people saying that now. Like on Monday, well, yeah, I but mean, like since there today's was actually Wednesday. something that there was actually something that did come out about it. it said that AB was one one concern. He he didn't feel like he was one hundred percent to play. He still feel like it's going bothering him. BA told him to, um, you know, basically get into the game. He told him no because he didn't feel comfortable. And BA said, "Well, if you're not going to go in, then you're off the team." And then that's when they beat him left. So. If that is the case, it's basically AD telling him to go in when the player is basically telling him, I'm hurt, I can't go in. I don't, it doesn't feel right, I can't go in. And the coach is quote unquote forcing the player to go in. I mean, if that's the case, I can kind of see why AD did what he did. In the fashion that he did it, maybe it could have been handled differently. It looked a little less crazy. You do it a little differently. Man, the AB you know, could have been politically just, correct, and they would have slandered him no matter what AB did. If he, because of the stigma of like his if name, if he would have ran off the field, you know, pads all this, ran off the, just ran off the field, went straight into the locker room. It wouldn't have made. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't have been, been a big deal. Oh damn, you know, AB quit in the middle of the game, but it wouldn't have been. You know, going directly to oh, AB's crazy because you know, took off the pads and doing jumping jacks in the end zone while chucking up the Deuce's fans and walking that like it's a whole different narrative, of, uh, like of how it looks. Yeah, but again, you hurt too bad doing gotta, jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, but little jumping jacks is different from running a fifteen-yard comeback. <laughs> uh, that's first. I, I, I got to say that. I, I'm just that saying, route, like, just think about the last route whole... he ran, the last route he ran, the last catch he had. Look at the route he ran. If you watch the route, you could tell he wanted to plant so many different times. He was like, he was damn near like, he wasn't even making cuts. Like, he wasn't even jabbing like that. And the way he turned to grab that ball, it looks like somebody trying to, you know what I mean? But again, 
I sound like an AB apologist. And reality, like I said, if he wrong, he wrong. He wrong, he wrong. He right, he right. Whatever. But like I said, I it don't look. All I'm going off is what it looks yeah. like. And I'm not sitting here just going, you know what I mean? Because the way the media shaped this man out, and it's like a lot of it don't make sense. Like a lot of like stuff the stuff they Terminator is just getting boo-booed by die by Like it just, <laughs> it's just in it. <laughs> Oh, are you good? Can you can we at least see you? Or are you in the car? Mm-hmm. You, you know? No, I'm, I'm in the garage, but I mean, it keeps going in and out. I don't know if it's from me or oh, no, it's Osbula. Osbula makes his return. Can you hear the message? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you too. Oh, okay. Looks like everything was going to shit again, and I was about to get pissed off. But I mean, it's been on? popping the whole episode on my end. Like in in mm-hmm. far as when you speak, it's been cracking. Yeah, I think, like it's, I think it's you. I think it's you. Yeah. yeah everybody else sound fine. Oh man, because yeah. I hear, I hear K going like in and out. That's what I'm hearing on my end. That's why I, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Oh, okay. Well, then I thought it was tricky. Yeah. That's why I was stopping talking. But yeah, that's why I was saying. No, it was like, he, he, he cheered for his teammate, man. He rooting, he rooting, he rooting this guy on. What are you talking about, AB? <laughs> yeah. Hell no. That's why I said I'm like I keep that. All I'm saying is it's like the way I don't like when the media sit there and slander a football player. That's just my thing. If they did some yeah. dumb shit, slander him. But I mean, uh, he did something dumb, but I don't see nothing stupid the way he did. Out, like you know what I'm saying? Like the way he, even if he did that, that situation, PC, if he walked, he just jogs out. He jogs out. Mm-hmm. They be like, ABT trade. Uh, uh, he fucking turned his back on his teammates. He did all of this and they're all still, of that. They're saying no that. If, that's what I'm saying. No matter what AB did, they was gonna slander that man. No matter I'm what just, he did. I think I'm just saying. I think, like, if he would have just ran to the sideline, if he would have just ran and went to the locker room, they'd have been like, why he going to the locker room? Instead of, like, the way he did it, I think it would have been, like, a different narrative. Like, okay, is he hurt? Is he going to the locker room for a reason? Not, like, you know, you see this dude, like, taking his clothes off, and then, you know, so, of course, there's going to be a story behind that. But if you just see him, like, just going to the locker room. It takes away the narrative of he's lost his mind. Like yes. it takes away that narrative if he just pads on and everything just goes straight locker room right. and leaves and everything like that. That that's a little bit more. We brought up To. Than... Mm-hmm. We brought mm-hmm. up To. Right. Name how many situations To had like AB. I don't think AB and To really necessarily in the same category. As far as the way the media stigmatizes their name, no matter where their name come up, they negatively speak on them. They make it seem yeah. like T.O. was out there beating people up, that he was out there no, doing disrespectful. No, T.O. was, was squeaky clean off the field. Yeah. I, it was well, just we, we understand that, field but and everything like that. That was the issue. On, on the field of what? On the field of what? No, just being that – Bro, you can talk to Donovan McNabb, you talk to all the other, you know, yeah, guys. That's the wrong person to talk to. You don't talk to the person that clearly has a problem with the man. 
You can't I'm go talk saying, to like, Tony Romo. Go talk to Tony Romo. Go talk to Carson uh, uh, Palmer. Go talk to other quarterbacks other than Donovan McNabb. He clearly had a problem with Donovan. Clearly had a problem with Donovan. They clearly, like, they were talking about boxing each other, bro. Like, it was, like you know what I'm saying? Like, that is not a person you go use as a, a, a reference, a character reference for about T.O. That's, that's the thing I'll be saying. It's like, when Fair you, enough. Fair when enough. you sit there, it's more the fact of who the media likes more. The media likes Donovan McNabb. They love Donovan McNabb. He's the, the first chunky soup guy. You know what I'm saying? Like... <laughs> You got to remember, like, <laughs> people love, people love people, and they will slander the people that they don't like, no matter what mm-hmm. they do. Fair enough. No matter what. And I don't, I, like I said, Teal has, hasn't done anything to where it's like, he should be slandered. Or even should have went mm-hmm. third ballot Hall of Fame when you're the second and fucking receiving stats. You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is the shit that I'm talking about. Like he's clearly been bamboozled most well, of his that, career. That's, that's kind of like the argument with, you know, Barry Bonds, where you have nah, he didn't necessarily get along with media and situations and everything like that. So that basically tarnished his name to the point where it didn't matter what his stats were; they were going to withhold it from him. I'm not saying it's the same different. Barry Same Bonds. situation on how they went about, but Barry Bonds was accused when, of a scarlet letter. He was right, accused he was of taking steroids. steroids again, again. Right. But what I'm saying, and his happen. relationship with the media was was horrible. Him and the yeah, media did not get along. I understand what I'm saying that part. is with To, the only reason why he wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer is because he had certain problems with certain members. No. He did. Whether he was you know, doing something or not, he had things with certain media members, and they held the key to him being a Hall of Famer. That's why he was held out. Um, again, statistics speak for themselves. He should have been a first Hall of Famer if you're going off statistics and what he did in the league. Um, he should have been, but be, because of his relationship to the media, same thing with Barry Bonds, Bonds was never accused. Well, I mean, he was accused of steroids, but he was never proven to have taken steroids. He's been acquitted of every wrong, any wrongdoing that he's ever done. Stats are still, if he was that, if it was not the Scarlet Letter on the league, they would strike his stats from the record book. But they're not doing that. They're leaving it there. His name, all that still in the book. So why the hell do you have the home run king who leads, you know, the entire league historically, home runs, batting average, and a whole lot of other shit. He owns more than just that one home run record. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? How has it taken 10 years for him to get a shot at the Hall of Fame? And he, if he doesn't even make it this year, he's done. He can never make the Hall of Fame. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I want to answer that question the way I really want to answer it, but I kind of want to continue having episodes. So I'm going to actually just avoid answering it like that and just kind of go down <laughs> this route. Um so this is why I can't. Uh, this is why I don't want to allow the to and Barry Bonds because again, once you're accused of something, your name is tarnished. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he proved himself innocent, but again, me personally, I feel like Eric, if you've been accused, you shouldn't be in there. Like straight up, like and if they didn't, of what it, being a bad teammate, bad to the media, or bad or bro, accused uh, steroids, of using steroids, bro, steroids, 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 sports so enhancement accused, drugs. Like accused. if you sit there. It's very more, different from prove it. Yeah, but you got to let me finish what I'm trying to get you to understand. What I'm saying <laughs> is, 
what I'm saying is Barry Bonds proving himself years after he's been removed from the game is very hard to prove that he took steroids. Like, it's kind of very hard to prove that he took steroids. Like, to be real with it, it's real hard to prove he took steroids. So uh, that's kind of what that's, – that's my issue. And as far as, like, the other players that went in the MLB, like I said, it goes back to my first statement. The way, the way I want to answer it is not the way I should answer it so we can continue having shows. So, like, you got to understand <laughs> – you got to understand the game, man. Like, and as far as – like I said, with T.O., I can't necessarily say that because of the fact of Donovan McNabb. If Donovan McNabb's stats was good enough, I feel like he would have been a Hall of Famer, just based on how the media is Donovan loves McNabb not already in the Hall of Fame? Is he? He's not, huh? I don't, I don't believe so. so. He should no, be. I don't think Donovan McNabb is in the Hall of Fame. I don't think he should be, to be honest with you. Here, here's a question I've been in the Hall of Fame. Do you think Heinz Ward deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Why the fuck not? Think of it this way. It's been how how many times has he been? He wasn't even the finalist this year. And his statistical numbers were the same as, was it Julian Edelman's season numbers? I mean, Julian Edelman's playoff, numbers. Playoff, numbers are, playoff numbers are one thing, but the season records are not anything specifically that jump out at you. I don't think Heinz Ward is even top 20 or even 25 statistically in any of the wide receiver categories. Yeah, bro. So, I, I bet. That's I'm, a personal thing. I personally feel like he should be in there, but realistically, Big Ben was sorry as fuck for most of his career. <laughs> like, that's just being real. He could throw the ball. It's the same thing with, like, I promise you, all these quarterbacks is like people Baker love Man, and shit yeah. like that. <laughs> See, and that's why I said with so, Baker so Mayfield, it's a lot different. You like, that's Big Ben. That's so that yeah, Big Ben was with Big Ben was with Tom Coughlin the whole time. You, you Tom, I mean, Tom Coughlin. So I mean, Coughlin. Night football comes down. Yeah. He's got his Heinz Field. So, do you do you think Baker Mayfield gifted him a win, or did Baker Mayfield actually suck ass for him to get the win? Neither. Baker Mayfield is fucking hurt. He had surgery, scheduled for surgery the very next day. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, if you're hurt, if you're you hurt, don't labor him. He's a quarterback. If you're hurt <laughs> and it's going to affect your team and get to the point where – then, well, then why is he playing? He's risking – He's because of that making whole, it no, harder for not his team to win the it's game the fact of, while the fact trying of to people. play tough guy. It's the fact of people are not – they question a lot of his ability. And he's trying to show some kind of some kind of plus. If you're not giving him no plus, he's trying to show something to his team, something. And it's not like Colt McCoy was out there winning the fuck games. Like people got to get off their high horse. Colt McCoy went out there. He won one game. <laughs> he won one game. It wasn't like he was gonna do any better than Baker. You might well, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. It won't. And the thing is, that's why I said the Baker Sanders is Baker terrible because he lost both of his running backs. What is he gonna do with two running with no running backs? What is he gonna do with no running backs, bro? Exactly nothing. Everything that I've been proved to tell you, he can't win without running backs. No, no quarterback can win without running backs, bro. You just watched Tom Brady lose to the Saints nine zero. We had no running. Tom Brady was without running backs in the NFL while he was in New England. 
for a long time. He made the running backs look good. The other what? way around. Tom Brady was doing that. Hey, man, well. uh, you this is just – you showing your fucking Baker Mayfield hate right now because that don't even make sense. No, I'm just saying, man. <laughs> so, I, you I, just – you I'm not the only one. James I'm White's one whole career, bro. You discredited James White, Corey <laughs> Dillon, Fred Taylor. You discredited all them boys that he had at running back. LeGarrette Blunt, come on, dog. He, like, Tom Brady, for sure, is a general of the offense. He commands certain things to be done correctly, but you ain't going to sit here and make it seem like, oh, these running backs don't have talent. I, what I said was that we have didn't have any rushing yards. They I weren't say successful we until they got to Tom Brady. When they went anywhere else without Tom Brady, they you were sound successful. That's ridiculous. Two of the people I saying. named was LeGarrette Bunt and Fred Taylor, bro. Right, and what did they do outside of New England? Fred Taylor is the number one running back in Jaguars history, bro. Are you serious? You can't be Fred Taylor, bro. Are they caught Fred Taylor right at now? the end of his career. They caught Fred Taylor at the end of his career. LeGarrette Blunt. Oh, my fucking God, bro. LeGarrette yeah, Blunt. Yeah, they bro. have no rings. They didn't have no rings. LeGarrette Blunt has rings, actually. And he got drafted yeah, with, to Tampa. With Tom. Okay, he got he got rings with Tom, but he was out there producing. It wasn't like Tom was just only checking down to him. LeGarrette was running the ball. Like, LeGarrette actually brought a running back aspect to the Patriots offense. It wasn't just a check down game with screens and shit like here's, that. Here's Baker Mayfield's crappy-ass stats. 16 for 38, 185 yards, two interceptions. He had two touchdowns, but those were garbage time. He got sacked in times. <laughs> His quarterback rating was <laughs> – it says QBR 14-8, but then his rating is <laughs> 53 points. All right, what's Big Ben stats? Big Ben, let's off. See. Yeah. Let's see what Big Ben. Big and Ben also no played issues. like dog shit. Okay. Yeah. 24 for 46 mm. with 100 and – actually 109 yards because I think – Less yards than a hurt quarterback. That makes sense. 109 yards total. <laughs> oh, wait, that's with the team. Ben Roethlisberger, 123, <laughs> one interception, one touchdown – quarterback rating it says qbr of 11.9 and a rating of 56.3 so he played if not worse than baker mayfield and they still won which further proves to me baker mayfield can't get it done in the big situation or can't or Najee harris had a very good game and the defense played well man you you see the thing is you sit here and try to jump on situations like this you try to jump on situations like this to try to slander this man. In reality, you're not looking at the full picture, and you continue to not look it's at the full It's a constant thing when it's in every single week, though, okay? It's not just like, nah. oh, I'm picking, choosing everything. Right. This is happening every single week. Of uh, this year? Yeah. Done in this you didn't say none of this shit oh, last okay. year. Okay. Last year, I mean. You didn't say none of this shit last year. You gave that man no credit when he went 11-5 and five. And went to the exactly. playoffs and beat. The I gave Steelers. him no credit. I was the same exact that's way what, this year that I was with. Him and that's year. what I'm saying. When Baker actually produced last year, like he actually produced, like he really was balling last year, and you gave that man no credit. That's the shit I'm saying. It's like you can't sit here and be like, "Oh, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks." But then when he plays right. well, you just sitting there quiet, like, "Oh, I'm just waiting it's on him game. to suck me here." He's a low <laughs> tier. He is a low tier game manager. That's what he is. A oh low tier game manager quarterback. That is Baker Mayfield. He is not going to be the answer for the Cleveland Browns. I promise you. Just watch. You keep just watch. you keep saying that, but them boys. First off, 
You was like, the Browns will never go to the playoffs. They went to the playoffs. They'll never win a playoff game. They did that shit too. Baker gets hurt and all controversy Baker starts coming out. They they team start, you know what I'm saying? Teams start getting a little shaky and rocky. They had troubling times. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. But it's like, come on, man, people get hurt. It's not excuses. You lose two running backs early in the year, your quarterback has to throw the ball. Talking to me That's about what it is. Backs. I've lost 12 this season. <laughs> talking about losing what are you running talking backs. about fantasy? The injury. No. I'm talking about the 49ers. Like, their whole oh, season. Oh, my fucking God, bro. No running backs, basically. You got a shitload of injury-prone running backs. Like, Nick Chubb. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Nick Chubb was the number one running back. He gets minor injuries, but you, you, your guys be hurt all the time. Done. Raheem is hurt all the time. It'd be different if Raheem, Raheem was the number one running back in the goddamn league. Then it'll make right. sense to what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I thought the shit was on me. At the same time, I was gonna say we've been looking at house dealer this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wasn't even looking at the camera because I was doing shit. But no, at the same time, uh. Yeah, at the same time, like, Raheem played well in one game in the playoffs, and he just still sold this miraculous guy. No, he's the fucking journeyman, bro. He's real-life Chris Anderson in basketball. Like, he real-life fucking goddamn Scalabrini of basketball, bro. Like, for real. He had one good year, and he ain't done shit since. He been getting hurt. He was a journeyman hurt, hurt. until he found us. Then he became a permanent stay. I mean, for y'all, and it don't say much because y'all don't really get quality running backs anyway. And then when you do get them, you don't build around them. You had Frank Gore for all them years and didn't build around him. You didn't do shit uh, with Frank well, Gore. Uh, what y'all do with Frank Gore? When Jim, when Jim Wall came in, that's when we started actually doing well with Frank Gore. And, and Frank the Tank was damn near gone. <laughs> he was damn near out the door. <laughs> yep, that that's what I'm saying. We should have kept him forever, bro. There's no reason why we should have given him, like, let Frank Gore, Frank Gore go. Ever. Ever. He should have stayed in his entire career. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, y'all not like that. Y'all ain't loyal like that. Yeah. Y'all not loyal to y'all players. Like your organization, I mean, your organization is not loyal to your players like that. Look how y'all did the best wide receiver in the game. <laughs> he was able to go to the Raiders, bro. <laughs> Come on, dog. Like, y'all let Joe Montana go to the Chiefs, bro. Y'all, I don't know why y'all think loyalty in y'all team is a, a, a coherent thing, bro. Like, y'all, y'all gonna fuck off Everybody y'all get, bro. Y'all gonna fuck John over George Kittle. So you, might well, you might well accept it and breathe it in. Now, George Kittle gonna walk out the door. You gonna fucking lose Debo too. Hey, 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 hey don't, don't, you spread, no. don't you be speaking that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Bro, you told me. No. Hell no. No, no, George no, no, no. Kittle and Debo over Jerry Rice? Bro, you watch he, how they did Jerry shut Rice, up. bro. Stop it. Jerry Stop Rice, that bro. World. Come on. Like, Stop putting that shit in the world. Like, that ain't funny. Y'all gonna knock that shit. Jimmy G and Trey Lance. Shut the fuck up. Y'all gotta stop with this shit. Stop that. Because you, you see that shit coming too. It's, that's, that's too what much I'm evil being put out in the world right now. Stop it. Not really. It's a lot of the truth. Let me get to let me get to this ad and then we make our picks before Matt six to go back. <laughs> Everybody, you guys already know this episode brought to you by. Raise energy, repsports.com, ppsports.com. Use the promo code Alpha Raise to get 15% off of your order. They got a new flavor coming out. Don't worry. On 12, that's going to be coming out for the new year. So, limited time offers like always, Raise has damn near every single month at this point. Uh, be on the lookout for that. 
once again, use the promo code Alpha Race, 15% off Red Sports.com. Race energy, demand more. Join the Race Rebellion. Thank you, Race, for being with us since today. We're getting into the week 18, the last week of the season. A lot of playoff implications being had this week. And it starts on Saturday. The Chiefs and the Broncos. Uh, Chiefs, at this point, they've already clinched, but they're fighting for seeing Broncos and Drew Locke haven't been real sh- haven't been shit at all. Um, run game has suffered because of it. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater was definitely if that's not a case for Teddy Bridgewater to get a long term deal with, with Denver. Uh, I don't know what it is, but nonetheless, Chiefs versus Broncos are in Denver. What do you think in that sticks? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chiefs on that one. Chiefs East. Okay, what do you got? Chiefs. Yeah, kind of a no-brainer. Kind of a no-brainer. Uh, well, the Broncos also beat the Saturday, Cowboys. Also Saturday, the playoff <laughs> hopes of Philadelphia hang in the balance, and it lies all in the hands of DJ Madstick's Dallas Cowboys. They're in Philadelphia. The 11-5 Cowboys going beating, trying to lock in that number one seed that they can win and get some help. With a loss from Green Bay and maybe one or two other teams, they can lock up the number one seed and the playoffs will have to go through Dallas. But they got to win first. They're in Philadelphia. Eagles, Cowboys, Mastics. We already know you got the Cowboys. That's not even quite a country case. No, I, uh, the Eagles actually going to win that one. What the fuck just happened? Yeah, I said the Eagles gonna win it. I doubt no Dak, Dak's not playing. Dak's not playing. I doubt they probably gonna sit a lot of the starters. So I mean, we don't have nothing to play for besides the seed spot. So, oh, so he's gonna <laughs> let the Eagles in. Yeah, they gonna let the Eagles in. I have a feeling Dak. Some Dak said he wanted to play, but I think uh, McCarthy not gonna let him play. I think they gonna sit Dak. So I see the Eagles winning this one. Why do I like that's going to come back and bite you in the ass come playoff? Hey, if the Cowboys win, shit, I'll be happy as hell, but that's just not my expectations this week. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Who you got? I mean, and I Micah, I uh, and Micah Parsons is on uh, COVID. He's on the that COVID is, list. Uh, but it's five days. He has a chance to be able to get back. It changed to five days now. It's not the full 10 anymore. Yeah, yeah but we so... have Wednesday right now. I know, but he's all vaccinated, so if he doesn't show any symptoms, he's good to go. Yeah. So I still he, say he we might be good. this weekend. Surely. Okay, you're going with the Eagles. Yeah, they sit there, buddy. I mean, if the Cowboys fan is going with the Eagles, then I gotta go with the Eagles too. I mean, shit, I was gonna pick them. Anyway. You gotta go with the Eagles regardless. You can't go with the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, you kind of need the Eagles to win. He got to pick the Eagles. <laughs> By default, Next you got to pick the Eagles list. every week. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bulls versus the Cleveland Browns. The Cincinnati Bengals could possibly be the number one seed in the AFC with some help, obviously. But they're taking on the Browns, who suck and are trash and aren't going to win. This is terrible. Why is he going on the subject? You just give it to Joey B and the Bengals, and that's it's going to be a route. Mad Six, who you got? I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yes, sir. Okay. 
you're going to defend Baker, you're going to go with the Browns here? Baker not playing. He already getting surgery. So I'm going with the Browns either way because they're going to do the same thing the Cowboys doing in the Bengals organization. Oh, so, so they already he, won the division. So he's they doing he's doing what he should have done four or five weeks ago? Wait, oh, my God. Damn, man. Joe Burrow, make the Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow going to make the playoffs, at least try and, like, tank not, the rest and get a good CD in the draft. Like, fuck. They can't even lose correctly. My goddamn. Nah, you you you're not trying to hear rationale. <laughs> That's just all that's true. You're not trying to rationale. But I keep I keep remembering I'm talking to a Niner fan. They don't they don't hear rationale. They think they're gonna win uh, some shit because they got Browns, they got gold. They got gold on the Baker is trash. Packers versus the Lions. Packers also fighting for seeing. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Um, they're playing. Oh, Detroit, I heard he's Detroit. not playing. Oh, he's not playing. I think he's not playing. I think they're sitting him, but the rest of the starters are playing because they said uh, if they because if they win, then they have the uh, basically I have like three weeks off, and so that's that's like too much time for them to have off. So I think the rest of the team is playing, but Aaron Rodgers is not playing. Hmm. I think Jordan Love is still good enough to beat the Lions. I mean, he's got everybody else around him. Just give the fucking ball to Devontae Adams. That's what Aaron Rodgers is doing. So just keep doing that. I think it'll be fine. Uh, if Aaron Rodgers yeah, plays, they win. win. <laughs> I, I mean, they're gonna lose that seating, but I mean, nonetheless, if if, if teams are literally to give up seating, that is super important, especially this time. Because there's only one team that has a bye week now. You know, if you can lock in that number one seed, that's always a good thing, especially if your team going into the tops is a little banged up. It gives you that extra week to heal. But, I mean, I'm going with the Packers regardless. I think even with Jordan Love, he's got the starters uh, there. Well, I think if the Packers lose, I still think they, they already got – they already locked the number one seed down, I think. So, it don't even matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Did yeah, they? they already locked it. Knocked, yeah. yeah, they locked it down this weekend, so it don't matter. This game don't matter. Oh well, fuck. So the yeah, yeah. I'm done. I'm still picking the Packers. Yeah, we fight. To do that correctly. The Bucks fighting for number two. The Lions have a chance to get a top three overall pick. There's no way they're gonna let their team win this game. Mm. No way. Shit, to beat the Packers, shit. Why not? I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any way that the Lions even themselves think. They might just they might just sit there and start as themselves. They going to play the number one seed. Why not go beat them? Yeah, you got. It's not going to mean shit if Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) It ain't going to mean. It means something to them. Yeah, it helps with morale. Yeah, it means that they lose out on a potential. He got got that Niner mentality. We can't. We can't. We can't ration out with him tonight. (laughs) 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 Who you got? Are you guys going with the Lions? I'm gonna go with the Lions. Yeah. I'll go with the Packers. Just I'll do my old rationale with that one. <laughs> Bears versus the Vikings. Uh, I think Vikings are still playing for their playoff hopes. They have to win against the Bears. Now nah, Vikings Bears, are done. They're done. They're eliminated. Vikings, well. I think I thought, Vikings are done. Ooh. Oh, when they lost last week, huh? Yep. This game is officially this. 
Ain't nobody to give yeah. a damn. Yep. Like, <laughs> who gives a shit? Uh, fuck it. I'm gonna go with the Bears. The Bills can go out with the Bears. Country K, who you got? I know you don't give a shit, but you had 16. Who you pick? R three. How you press random on uh, man? <laughs> the Bears. The, the, the Bears versus Vikings. Who you got? Oh shit, bro. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, bro. We're uh, just gonna say you picked the Vikings. How about that? Nah, I was gonna say the Bears. I mean, what's the name? They're not gonna play Kurt. They're not gonna play Kurt, and they gonna play uh Justin Fields. So that's sick. Who you got? Uh, I'm gonna go to the Bears. The Washington Football Team. Who? On February 2nd, we'll be announcing the new team name and logo. The Washington football team currently, they will be the <laughs> New York Giants. And another who gives a shit game because neither one of these teams have a chance to make the playoffs. Um, but if we had to choose, Giants suck. Um, going with Washington. Okay, who you got? New York. Fuck it. Giants suck. That's six. Who you got? It's one of them that really don't matter. Washington need a new stadium before they need a new uh, logo. How you get a new logo on a new team? But you got a beat-up-ass stadium that's falling apart. That stadium is breaking down all over the fucking place. That shit been breaking down. They got sewage dripping down on their fucking – on their fans, every guy <laughs> they just had yeah, them damn bleachers just fall apart while people were trying to talk to fucking Jalen Hurts. Like that whole stadium is trash, bro. They need a new stadium for sure. It is. I'm going. I'm going to go with the Giants just because they got a fucked up stadium. I'm going to go with the Giants. Just Washington <laughs> sucks. They're not even playing in Washington. <laughs> So just because their stadium sucks, fuck Washington. I'm picking the Giants. They gonna take they they taking they they taking their benches though. Right, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that's good for them. The Colts versus the Jaguars. Uh, I'm going Colts. Jaguars. Wow. Uh, playoff contender? Huh? Yeah, they're playoff contender. Like, do they have to win this game? Type shit. That's what I mean. No, I think the Colts is up there. I don't think they have to. Yeah, I think if they already a lot, man, Jonathan ain't playing. That's kind of what I mean. doesn't say whether or not they've clinched yet, and they're actually – there are some teams that are still in the hunt. Vegas is still in the hunt. L.A. is still in the hunt. I think that uh... – the, the only ones who have clinched are Tennessee, uh, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Buffalo, and New England. So there's still two spots left that three different teams are vying for. And it's Indianapolis, it's the Chargers, and it's Las Vegas. So they're actually playing for something. The Colts. So, yeah, I'm going to take the Colts. Colts for sure. Uh, Steelers versus Ravens. Uh, Steelers, you know, they're not making the point to beat the Browns, but they're going to try and uh, take away the Ravens' hopes. Of getting in as well, uh, but I still think in Baltimore. I think Lamar Jackson is finally this week, uh, so I'm going to go with the Ravens. Matt six. I'll take the Ravens. Sweet. And Country K. Sweet Ravens. It is. <laughs> Sweet. 
the Titans versus the Texans. Titans uh, have activated Derrick Henry off of the IR. So this could possibly be a little bit of a up game uh, to get him in uh, game shape for the playoffs. Um, they're playing the Texans, uh, whose run defense is – I mean, they let us run all over them, so fuck it. They must be bad, right? Uh, with Derrick Henry coming back with a tune-up game, I mean, it doesn't matter whether – I mean – it does matter seeding wise. They're the current number one seed right now. So if they win, I think they lock that up. Uh, so, but I'm going to pick the Titans over the Texans. Texans just aren't aren't good. They're not even good enough to beat a, a battered Titans team. Okay, who you got? Um, yeah, the Titans. Fuck it. Mad six. Titans. We got Aints versus the Falcons. Saints. Uh, <laughs> Saints are fighting for that playoff spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm picking the Falcons. I have to pick the Falcons. In my predicament, where I am at right now, I have to pick the Falcons. Okay, yeah, who you got? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm picking the Falcons because I don't want the fucking guy now since they don't shoot. Fuck them. They've had your fucking number all year long. You don't need that shit in the playoffs, too. Go ahead. I mean, trying to go to trifecta with the Saints? Jordan. Damn Jordan. I mean, last time we did, you saw what happened. So, I mean, but at the same time, Cam Jordan. Oh, man, look. It's, I just say Cam Jordan beat us. Anytime we lose, Cam Jordan did that shit. You don't see no offense. You don't see nobody else doing nothing. Kay wants no part of the Saints right now. No part. No, don't don't say that because that's not what I said. <laughs> right, no, I just feel like I feel like right now with our team injured, I don't think we should be trying to play a team that's going to be heavily motivated to play us. Mm-hmm. They got nothing to do mm-hmm. about having parts of them. Just, no, we we beat the fuck up. I'd rather play you motherfuckers and beat the shit out of y'all. <laughs> that's why I picked the yeah. Falcons. I'd rather beat the shit out of y'all because it's more of an evenly matched game. You got one receiver and a tight end. We got one receiver and a tight end. Oh, Jets, Jets versus the Bills. Matt Six, who you got? Uh, the Bills. The Bills. Okay. He's taking the Bills over in Jets this week. I got this as well. Okay, who you got? It's tough because the Bills been started as fuck for the last – a couple months. I mean, I'll take them just because Josh is better than Zach. True. That's literally my only basis. Uh, 49ers versus the Rams. Rams. So we can, can we move on quick from this? Because we know y'all about to get maxed out. Taking the 49ers. They're going to prove it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it somehow, somewhere. Somehow, somewhere. They're going to make it. I shouldn't have any optimism. No, they're going to suck. The more I have passing. Uh, pessimism towards them, they win. So, fuck it. I'm going to go with that. Uh, Matt, you got Rams or not? Do we have to ask? Oh. His mic is muted. It's unmuted. Yeah, come on. Oh, there it is. Y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, now I can. Uh-oh. I can't hear y'all. Oh, shit. Did you... I think he disconnected from the phone. We can... We can hear you. Yes. 
You can hear me? Yeah. I can't hear you. Well, this uh, makes for an interesting show, doesn't it? Shit, I got to go back in anyway, so. Oh. <laughs> Take all the winning teams. Take all the winning Please. teams. There you go. <laughs> that is out. Patriots uh, versus Dolphins. Yeah. This one, he's picking the Rams. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Patriots, Dolphins. Dolphins, because I feel like Billichek going to sit everybody. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, he I'm going to go with the Patriots. Uh, Seahawks, Cardinals. Seahawks. Cards going to sit everybody. Actually, no, this is the this is a uh, they got to win this game to win the division. So now I'm yep. going to go Cards. Yep. Cardinals for sure. Panthers versus Bucks. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, sticking the bucks. Uh, Chargers versus Raiders. I'm the Chargers. They're in a must-win game. Fuck the Raiders. They suck. Actually, nah, nah. Them boys, they got another motherfucker on the DUI shit. Boy, they losing people left and right. <laughs> shit. Oh shit. Okay. Well, <clears throat> breaking news. Real quick, we got done with the picks. Breaking news though. Uh, for Adam Schefter, Antonio Brown accused the Bucks of engaging in an ongoing cover-up, quote-unquote. It said an MRI on his ankle shows a broken bone fragment stuck in, and this is all quote, shows broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, the ligament torn from the bone and cargo exhaust, which are all beyond painful. Brown said he will undergo ankle surgery. It says, I, this one's from uh, fucking Antonio Brown just put up a, oh man, I got, I got to read this out. I got to read this. This is Antonio Brown's side of the story. This is Antonio, but this is, this is what he put here. First of all, I'd like to express my gratitude to Bucks fans and my teammates. The Bucks helped me return to productive football after I had had difficulties that could have ended my career. We worked together to resolve those difficulties. And we'll always appreciate that being part of a Super Bowl champion team. Then a then a contender is a dream come true. I make mistakes. I'm working myself, and I have positive influences around me. But one thing I I don't do is shy away from playing hard on the field. No one accused me of not giving it my all every single play. Because of my commitment to the game, I relented the pressure directly from my coach to play injured. Despite the pain, I suited up. And the staff injected me with what I know is a powerful and sometimes dangerous painkiller that the NFLPA has warned against using. And I gave it my all for the team. I played until it was clear that I could not use my ankle to safely perform my playing responsibilities. On top of that, the pain was extreme. I took a seat on the sideline and my coach came up to me very upset and shouted, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I told him it's my ankle, but he knew that I was well documented. We had discussed it. He then ordered me to get on the field. I coach, I can't. He didn't call for a medical attention. Instead, he shouted at me, you're done, while he ran his finger across throat. Coach was telling me that if I didn't play hurt, then I was done with the Bucks. I didn't quit. I was cut. I didn't walk away from my brothers. I was thrown out. Being fired on the sideline for having a painful injury was bad enough. <laughs> then came 
their spin coach denied on national television that he knew about my ankle. That's 100% inaccurate. Only did he know I missed several games with the injury. He and I exchanged texts days before the game where he clearly acknowledged my injury. He obviously knew I was on the GM acknowledged after the game and text messages so that my camp and I did tell coach about my ankle pain on Sunday. I know we were losing to the Jets and that was frustrating for all of us, but I could not make football plays on that ankle. Yes, I walked off the field, but there's a major difference between launching from the lines and taking hits compared to jogging off the field, the rush of emotions going through your mind. I am reflecting on my reaction, but there was a trigger. The trigger was something, someone telling me that I'm not allowed, allowed to feel pain. I acknowledge my past, but my past does not make me a second-class citizen. My past does not forfeit my right to be heard when I am in pain. First they cut me, now they cage me. Instead of asking, asking how I felt or getting to the bottom of it, team texted my camp promoting a totally false narrative that I randomly acted out without any explanation. They even told us in writing, don't spin this any other way. I have stress, I have things I need to work on, but the worst part of it of this has been the Bucks' repeated effort to portray this as a random outburst. They are telling people that I first that first I walked off and then I was cut. No, no, no. But I was cut first and then I went home. They threw me out like an animal and I used to wear their brand on my body, so I just I took the jersey off. As part of an ongoing cover-up, they are acting like I wasn't cut and now demanding that I see a doctor and their choice to examine my ankle. What they did not know is that on Monday morning, I had an urgent MRI on my ankle. It shows broken bone fragments stuck in my ankle, ligament torn from the bone, cartilage lost, which is beyond painful. You can see the bone bulging in the outside, uh, but that must and can, can be repaired. The MRI has been read by two top orthopedic surgeons in New York City, including Dr. Martin O'Malley at Hospital for Special Surgery. Not realizing that I had already scheduled a surgery at HS, the box ordered me under penalty of discipline within a few hours' notice to show up to more junior doctor at HSS for another opinion. What a joke. They are playing like I wasn't cut, giving me a surprise attack order to show up to another doctor with no reasonable notice. I, and setting this whole thing up as a basis to cut me because they did on Sunday was not what they did on Sunday was not legitimate. Sorry, GM. I already received a confirming opinion on the top doc at the hospital you ordered me to go to. I love the Buckens. I really do. I love my teammates and everyone who showed me grace and believed in me. I gave the Bucks everything I had on the field. What the organization is doing now needs to get cleaned up. I do not understand how people publicly claiming to be concerned about my mental health can do these things to me in private. Once my surgery is complete, I'll be back to 100% and looking for next season. Business is going to be a boom. That uh, long statement was uh, from Antonio Brown um, via Ian Rappaport. <laughs> So, wow! I'm not an AB apologist. That's crazy. Wow! That's crazy how I called it. 
tried to tell you, bro. I tried to tell you. I said, that shit is not adding up, bro. I'm telling you, it wasn't adding up. And I knew it was more to the story. That's, that's insane. Like, if, if... And he put names out. He put names oh, yeah. out. Those people are getting interviewed. Of the doctors and everything. Tomorrow morning. First thing in the morning, all of these people are getting interviewed. From ESPN, NFL Network, fucking FS1. Like, all of these people are getting interviewed. NBC, like, everybody's interviewing these guys. That was a name drop. He did all of that. Yeah. So, he's basically citing his shit where he got it from. Exactly. And that's what I was saying about him. Basically said, go ahead, investigate. It's all right here. And I got two MRIs, not just one. So basically, so basically, AB took a, a, a more mature approach and he pulled a Kawhi Leonard. This is exactly what Kawhi Leonard did to the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, what I was saying earlier before we heard this, the media jump on certain people because of their name and they'll make, they'll trash them. They'll trash people because of the name that the media, the way they stigmatize them. And that's why I use T.O. as a... As a and he admitted, he admitted to his mistakes in the statement. And you know, he said, I've made mistakes. But he also said, I'm trying to change. I'm working on change. I've got positive people around. It's like, damn, like, the man played, like, if you really think about it, he basically played a year under control. He was perfectly fine. He didn't have all, all last season. Yeah. When he got hurt against Philly, that that's the game he got hurt. And he had two touchdowns that game. Yeah. He got fucking hurt. That's why I said that one route. I hope you see that shit. This last AB's last catch against the Jets. If you look at that route as a tight end, you'll look at that shit like, what the fuck route is that, bro? You know what I'm saying? It was damn near like he's like, I'm going this way, I'm going this way, I'm going this way, like making the corner turn side to side. Like the corner's like basically running. And he's just going like this the whole time. Like, where is he? Where is he? Like, he wasn't even making plants. He was just doing like this. Like, AB's just moving the <laughs> And if you watch AB's whole career and his best highlights, AB is a planter, is a cutter. He's a shit, like, it's everything's meticulous and route running. Oh, that, there's more. There is more that came out with this. Hold on. So in turn, or Ian Rapp before us retweeted. This is from Antonio Brown. Okay. Antonio never faked an injury in his life. It is incredible that people are pushing false false rumors that what happened on Sunday is a result of mental health issues and not a well-known ankle injury. Mental health is important, but so is basic dignity. Why would they embark on a campaign of false concealment? To avoid responsibility for ignoring the risk, the risk of serious injury, for the sake of winning a game, Antonio has reflected on days and prepared a heartfelt statement that he will release soon, which we had already read. Uh, his injury can clearly be seen on the MRI. He's taking a warning. Upon other things, you can clearly see the beast of bone from the outside, pressuring into his ankle joint, ligament snap, clean off the bone. You will recover, but need surgery. We all know that the NFL does not condone ordering the players in pain and at risk of serious injury to play. Moreover, the injury and location visible bone fragment uh, prevented Antonio Brown from being able to make 
the type of football moves that he is famous for. Uh, imagine yourself trying to avoid a linebacker homing in on big hit and not being able to cut in time to avoid hit and keep running. A team cannot and should not ever put a player at risk, conceal such conduct by writing a team writing him off as, as erratic is unlawful. Uh, after the Bucks pushed our camp to claim that they did nothing wrong and suggested that we say some of the event is purely the product of mental illness, now they are subjecting him to behind-the-scenes arbitrary gamesmanship. They cut him, now they cage him. Hashtag in the cage. And that's from Antonio Brown's Lawyer Sean uh, Burstein or first time, no, so, first day. So, so yeah. my, I want to go ahead and apologize because, like I said, it was one or two things. I, I'm telling you, I said one or two things. I also gave the pessimistic side last episode, but I said it was one or two things. Either he was really fucking hurt and there was badging him, or it was the concussions that he suffered. So I want to apologize about that because, again, here's the thing: don't apologize for that. We. At that point, we had no fucking information. We didn't really know what the hell happened. We yeah, all knew hours ago. All we knew is that he, you know, left the field. We had talked about it. It'll be very interesting to see what Antonio Brown's side of the story is. You know, we talked about it that day. And we had also, like you said, we were going under the assumption. If it is him just wilding out, that would be something to be very concerned about. You know, yeah. we talked about it that that episode. But now that we have more information, we can actually make an actual accurate decision. So that, you shouldn't apologize for that. That was uh, a conversation had with the information that we had. We're good. Don't even apologize for that. We're good. I, I personally feel like I need to. That's why I'm doing it because I feel like I need to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, because like I said, I've been looking at that shit from an objective of uh, standpoint. Everything that AB went through is from an objective standpoint. I'm not from Miami. I am from Florida, but I'm not from Miami. He didn't go mm-hmm. to University of Miami. He just played for the Bucks. What half a year? A year essentially. Like he played for the Bucks a year and a half. So well, basically on, two years or full season. He ain't been on none of my favorite teams. He ain't been on none of my favorite teams like that. So it's not like I'm just all the way AB. Like nah, I think he's a great athlete. I think he's a great player. But at the same time, I like I said, I don't like the way they do players i don't like the way they just completely just bash these people when in reality it's like you got to let something come out first you let you let a lot of shit come out for other people and then don't bash them you know what i'm saying so it's like for me that's why i feel like i need to apologize because it's like i know i didn't bash them because i was saying like you know what i'm saying let's wait but yeah like i said i just want to apologize for that because Everything you did, because I, I even said, it, I'm like, everything he did wasn't like a lash out. Like, it wasn't like he was wilding out. Yeah. It, it, it definitely seemed like, like there was more to it. The shoulder pads at most. That's what people saying. Like, you should just ran out with shoulder pads. It's like, now reading this statement and how everything went down, that shit makes perfect fucking sense. I would take yeah. all that shit off, too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. If it, if it went down like that, then yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 100%. That that would be that case. Like if that was the case, I would have been the same way. I don't fuck that. Or he just straight up said, "I'm not gonna wear their brand." You know, if they're gonna do that to him. So, I mean, hey, that that fucking wild. What a situation out there. 
I really hope Coach Aarons is not letting that shit go to his head now. I really hope that's not the case. Like, now that I'm starting to really think about it after hearing this statement, not saying that shit is 1,000% uh, Here's Here's it possibly be. Law. It could... It could fracture the team because they won't have trust in, a, in, in B.A. Nah. Because if they would do that to, to nah. A.B., I think you have players that would lose trust and kind of distance themselves from yeah, the, if, the coaching in front if office. Jameis, if Jameis was the quarterback, even though Tom, like, almost out the door. If, ever, if anyone's going to play, it's going to be for Tom, not for B.A. Yeah. I think the first year was for BA. Now I think it's like we let's try to get Tom to ten like type shit. Like let's put all this shit aside and let's, let's try to help eight. Tom get ten because he brought all, like a lot of us our first fucking goddamn playoffs. He brought us a, a Super Bowl ring that we ne- a lot of us never thought we'll get under the other regime. Like we never yeah. thought we'll go to the goddamn Super Bowl. We just you know what I'm saying. So yeah. Uh, I'm playing like the game for individuals. Play to win. Let's show these motherfuckers that we we deserve to be there, regardless if people are hurt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We deserve to be. There. I think that's going to be the fucking the 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 standpoint going forward. But how does Tom Brady react to that? I mean, he already said it. He said, "I'm sending the AB compassion and love and all." No, that. no, no, no. I that was the initial thing. I mean, like after this statement and everything, if what. Tom if what knew. AB is saying is true, how does Tom... Tom been new. Everybody keep forgetting. Well, everybody says it, but then don't apply it when it needs to be applied. Tom is the reason AB's there. Okay, cool. So if AB's having issues, you think the only people he talks to is the trainers and the fuck and his people? No, you think he's saying shit to Tom? You think he's you know, you know, you know he's going to be asked that question when it comes to media days and everything else like that. And it's, It just makes me wonder with that information out there, how do you do you just go like, hey, you know, I got no part in it. If anybody uh, made that decision, it was over there and what had nothing to do uh, with me. Tom always gives a, a we're, I'm worried about this game and the Panthers. That's probably how that's going to come down. I'm worried about the Carolina Panthers right now and trying to win. Yeah, but that's not going to be acceptable to everybody else. That's not going to be an acceptable answer. They're gonna for, for everyone else. Gonna be like, look, you're the guy who brought AB here, and if this really happened to him, like, how would you not defend your boy? Like, yeah, you wanted everybody to show him compassion and stuff, but now, you know, hey, you got to defend your boy in this situation. You got to at least speak up and be like, hey, you know, you're the only guy if anybody can say anything to the organization, including the head coach. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, people look at it from that way, but you also got to remember 21 years of PC talk. 21, well, 20 years of PC talk. That was when he joined y'all. Say it again. When he joined, when he joined the Bucks, that all went on because Tom Brady that's why I said with 20. the mouth not giving a fuck. That's why I, oh, I, no. I changed it from 21 to 20. Because yeah. last year was going fucking ape shit, but. I think that, you last year was like, the year that actually made me kind of respect Tom Brady. Okay, this guy is human. He isn't a robot. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, look what happened after the game. It was he gave PC answers after the game. You know what well, I'm at that point, I, I don't. He, I think there was information that he didn't know. At that point, there might have been things uh, happened that he. I don't know, man. I'm just uh, trying bro, to. I'm telling you right now. So I'm gonna ask you this. I'm gonna ask you this. You get a job. 
You get a job. Uh -huh. Not in the NFL. You get a regular fucking job. Nine to five. You get a job. Your friend gets you the job. Right? Let's say like this. Mastics gets you the fucking job, right? Right. So you and Mastics, you work day shift. He works like swing shift or night shift or overnight or some shit like that, right? You're not on the same shift, but he got you the job. Your fucking boss is a whole dick. It's basically the same boss you had. Your, your district manager at your old job is basically the same persona that you get at the this hypothetical situation. You get the same kind of dick, right? You will contact your friend like, yo, what the fuck's up with X, Y, and Z because he got you the fucking job and he's been there already. You know what I'm saying? Fair. So I feel like that'll be the situation with AB. Like, yo, Tom, I'm fucking hurt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm fucking hurt. They're telling me X, Y, and Z. And Tom, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like Tom is the person that told him to go get that fucking MRI in New York. I'm I'm almost certain Tom told him that shit. I can I'm telling Tom you. Tom probably went like, hey, Tom protect yourself, bro. He's like, protect your ass. They're gonna be all over it. I don't know this fucking shit works. Go get your shit right now so that you can get ahead of it before they do. And, they, and don't in the process of him doing it, they were trying to get him to do what their narrative was. Fucking genius. If that's really what happened. Hey, we're not saying at all that that is what happened. It's pure speculation at this point. It is pure, hey, what if? You know, Tom because we don't know anything else than what Tom Brady has also put out. We don't know. But it is actually very interesting to, very, to kind of speculate and see what could have happened and who knows what. Yeah, it is very <laughs> that would be wild and crazy. Hey, and this wouldn't be the first time that that you were right about something this season. You've been pretty on point with a lot of the call outs that you've had this year. It's well, actually been very very impressive, sir. <laughs> the last shit honestly since the inception. <laughs> since I was gonna say since the beginning of the show. Yeah. <laughs> we have talked about some things on this show that just happened and we're like, what that okay. Either somebody's listening, somebody's watching, or, or or something else is going on that we just have a feeling for. I may, I've been wrong. You've been right. You've been wrong. Madison's has been right. He's been wrong. But a lot of the things that we've been right on have been very significant things. Hey, no, I'm going to say that they're watching this show because the very first – because you got to remember, we are the very first show outside of Sunday Night Football. We are the yeah. very first show, bro. You know what I mean? Except for like, you know, because we played at like what one, that one o'clock game or some shit like that. So Sunday night football be the first, first actual media outlet or the post game show of that actual game will be the first media outlet to actually talk about it. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you right now, nobody even thought about concussions. Nobody even thought about injuries during that day, Sunday, outside of fucking us. I feel like they fucking hurt us because they literally like everybody starts saying. Oh, that perfect hit, perfect hit, that perfect hit, that perfect hit, that perfect hit. It's like, um, I kind of called that out. Uh, oh no, I said James Harrison. You said perfect. I said yeah. James Harrison hit, and I was like, um, we have been talking. Guys, that was. I mean, again, that was the first thing that we talked about because if it was something like that, you know, we we had talked about it before. If it is CTE. You know, everybody joking, oh, you got to check that client for CTE, you got to get this CTE. But then, you know, we talked about it going, if that is the case and it is CTE, that's not something that we take lightly. People have hurt themselves and others and stuff like that because of this shit. This is something he needs to get help for. 
if that's really the case, I don't think that's something to necessarily joke about. I mean, I can understand certain lights or whatever. I mean, I'm all for comedy. You fucking, you can give me a dark joke any day of the week. But I'm just saying, like, when it comes to that, calling him a clown because of this, or like check his CP, certain things right now are a little fresh. So, I mean, a lot of this shit coming out, a lot of players doing, you know, crazy shit after their careers are over. And then when they pass away and stuff like that, they, it comes, they have major problems. Um, so it, it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot to it, you know, that people need to actually take into consideration. And yeah, I'm one of the first ones to actually have that in perspective because everybody else was, you know, just writing them off like, oh, he needs to do this, he needs to do that. I'm hearing, you know, his side of the story and every single like thing like that, you know, it's just, it, it, it's, wow, we have different, we have different perspectives on how we, how we look at things. We're trying to figure it out from all different sides. Um, but I mean, hey, I, I hope for Antonio Brown's sake, uh, you know, if things are going on with him, mental illness-wise or whatever, if he does have any problems, I hope he does get those checked out and, you know, everything's good. But, you know, what it is that he is saying and everything has merit to it, it's all true. Then, you know, I hope his ankle and everything gets better. and Maybe he does find a, a job with another team, especially if it comes to light that, you know, it wasn't his, you know, that he left. You know, so, I mean, that's a, that's a, a wild story. You know it's going to be something that's going to kind of drag on for the next couple of days. But, uh, hey. If people are talking about what we're talking about, watching the show and everything, and not necessarily giving credit, whatever, uh, that's fine. We're going to keep doing our thing. We're going to keep growing our brand. And uh, we've got a lot of things up that are just going to be very interesting for us as the time goes by. Next week is going to be a huge weekend for us. Um, on Sunday, we're going to have uh, you know another show. And then Wednesday will be the show leading up to uh, the Bay Area Cowan Classic on the 15th. So next weekend is going to be a big one for us. We're trying to figure out how we're going to be doing things. We got the okay to be able to stream the entire game live on the Tornado Rose Productions YouTube channel with our own commentary placed in to the entire game. Uh, we're trying to figure out what our setup is going to be. We're going to make it look like, maybe even have a live show at the event before the game actually starts. There's a lot of things that we got to uh, kind of work the kinks out before the actual day comes, but I have full confidence that it's going to be a great experience. Uh, it's going to be a good time for all of us, and it's going to be a good learning thing to be able to talk to all of these kids, the coaches, uh, the media people that are going to be there um, in their own right, everything else like that, because this is a big event um, in the Bay Area for high school sports. And uh, Leslie Jackson's doing it big. Uh, we're glad to be working with her on the whole thing. 
and uh, we're excited for next weekend. It's going to be a huge opportunity, and I just cannot wait to get that going. We appreciate you guys for hanging out with us this Wednesday, January 5th, when we're recording this. You'll probably be hearing it tomorrow morning at the latest in the evening. Uh, we will see you guys on Sunday for hanging out with us on 106. We will see you for 107 Sunday. For myself, JP, the all pro Jaffos, for Country K, for J Mad, say Country K getting his workout on, as you can see at the end of the show right here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Jaffo Army, deuces. Aloha.